What's up, ladies? Welcome back to the International Podcast. You need to hear this, sis. I am, of course, Fly Girl PW. And I am Terry Davis. So look, first we need to apologize for the length of time. We haven't provided you with any kind of full episodes. And then, of course, um, the Make It Happen Monday and the Selfish Self-Love Saturdays have been sporadic. We've been giving you some material, some newer material. But with that being said, don't forget there's over 100 um videos or sorry podcasts already out there from last year Mm -hmm. they're never one and done right terry so it's not as though you wouldn't have an opportunity to learn and grow on that on this journey to becoming more authentic but we wanted to come back and let you know all the things we have planned for the remainder of 2022 it's july so we got these months left and so (laughs) terry let's just Tell us what you've been doing. What's, well, how's life been treating you? Life has been treating me uh, just as fair as it should be, I would guess. Like you said, um, ladies, we've been uh, a little sporadic. Not because we are not on the same journey. That hasn't changed, you know. We're still on that same journey to live in our most authentic self. And sometimes you got to pause a little bit and digest your food a little bit. So the beginning of the year, ladies, you know we shared, like Tanya's uh, Fly Girl said, all of those episodes on how we can break the the chain and 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 step out of these incarcerating emotions and these uh, self-inflicting ways that we have that we didn't know were self-sabotaging. So, uh, in the last few months, Fly Girl uh, I went through a lot of changes. Had to really reflect on. You know, am I living my most authentic life? Do I believe the mission that we put out here for all the sisters around the world? Because remember, ladies, you're not doing this by yourself. We have sisters all around the globe that have taken the challenge to uh, live better, think better, do better, uh, all on the trek of being your most authentic self. So uh, life has hit me, you know, in the gut a couple of times and, um, I needed to break, you know? I I just needed a break for a minute. Um, Being that role that you a lot of times talk about, how we have so many hats, you know? And I'm just trying to learn how to take off all these hats. You know, I only got one head, and I can only wear one hat at a time sometimes. So uh, we've been Wonder Woman throughout all of our years, doing all of these things, but it wasn't for our benefit. A lot of times it was for the benefit of others. Raising that family, making sure you're the good spouse, sister, daughter, co-worker, boss. So now it's our times. And, and you know, I think these past few months, um, dealing with the loss of my mother, thinking that I was strong enough to handle it, sisters out there. I need y'all to hear this because as strong as I may have sound in the beginning of our recordings, I realized that, you know, that hurt me. That hit me in the gut. And it was hard for me to bounce back. You know, I'm still bouncing back. Uh, depression, depression fly. I dealt with depression and I didn't even know I was dealing with depression until I realized that, hey, I'm so far out of sync right now. You know, I need something. You know, I mean, do you, do you get what I'm talking about? You yeah. know, so to speak. That's kind of what I it's think, been like, sis. I think that's that's trans, very transparent and, and you need to hear this, sis. Even the strongest need Mm. a break Mm. and quite often people think that because terry and i are someone who people identify as strong Mm -hmm. um that doesn't mean that we don't need a break sometimes or that we don't break 
or become fragile or don't become fragile sometimes absolutely. we absolutely do and you know what just the the breaks that we take because this is not the first one mm-hmm. the breaks that we take are not against anyone it's mm-hmm. for us it's for the betterment of us and and so just on this journey just um be patient with us mm-hmm. as we continue to grow and learn and stretch and realize things that we either never knew we liked about ourselves or mm-hmm. things that we recognize you know what I, I i thought i was cool in that area but i want to get a little bit better at right, that right right you know and one of the things for me was i've been on this journey this professional journey to find some place mm-hmm. to work that really appreciated my right. talents mm-hmm. and my gifts but also that provided me with the financial security mm-hmm. to, you know, to continue to plan for retirement, to continue to grow this audience that we have here and be able to provide additional resources and, you know, could continually take our message, not just communicate our message, but take our message across the globe. And all of that takes planning, it takes resources, and guess what? It also takes money um, <laughs> at the start. And so I, I was in a financial position that didn't allow me to take care of uh, my family the way I, I want to, to um, save more for mm-hmm. retirement because I've shared I have MS. And so it's so important to me to leave, you know, not just an emotional and mentally safe well-being and legacy for my family but a financial one too right and right. so um because life's expensive <laughs> uh mentally emotionally and and physically you know so for and me, that gas <laughs> yeah yeah so i you know for me sometimes the break uh it was to rejuvenate yeah mentally yeah but really it was to find a new job okay because <laughs> <laughs> because I just, for the first time in my life, I felt like I'm going to start asking for what I deserve. Not what I want, but what I deserve. And hopefully, um, as we continue this journey, we'll be able to share with with you ladies, um, because you need to hear this, sis. Uh You do deserve to ask what you deserve professionally. And as women, we're so used to being, you know, sacrificing every piece of ourselves that we just, okay, you just want to give me just 50 cent raise, want to get mm-hmm. that. They're like, okay, well, you know. But then we have our spouses or our kids and they're killing it. Like they're getting all the money that you want them to get <laughs> for their job. And then here we are, okay, just 50 cent, okay. And so at some point we have to say, you know what, I've got to take a step back and take care of me. And so for me it was, and it's depressing because you know your worth, right? So when you get to be more authentic, you're like, well, no hell, I I do work. I, I do, yeah. I I do deserve That's right. that amount. That's right. So why haven't I gotten it? And really, the answer, ladies, was because I was never asked for it. I never mm. demanded it, and so I just took whatever was given because I am very passionate about giving back and coaching and developing, as I've shared before. So I'm like, well, I guess the sacrifice is I don't need to get paid what I am passionate about doing. Like, Wait a minute. Nah, has I become more comfortable and authentic with me? Nah, hell, you gonna pay me? You deserve it. Give sis. me my coins. You deserve and so, it. That's and right. so for me, it was a it was a lot of that. And then, honestly, you know, I'm just gonna share this with with Terry because she talks about her, you know, losing her mom. Um, it's how do you support someone you love so much who's gone through something you've never gone through? 
And so it's difficult to figure out how to support people through grief. Um, although we're all grieving in, in some way because you grieve the loss of something or someone. And I think it's important, Terry, I want you to elaborate on this, that grief is not a one and done. It's long standing. And sometimes you think you got it under control and it bounces back up and you're like, what the hell? I thought I thought I was cool. I thought I handled that. So as you see so as you continue this journey of growth, then just know that there's no time frame on managing your grief or finding the career or getting the salary that you want. As long as you're able to take another breath, mm. then um, we have another Love opportunity it. to get the things that we want, to live more authentically, to dream big and then realize those dreams, which is what we're doing now, even though it doesn't feel like it's been as consistent as we were initially. It's because we're taking care of ourselves, and hopefully you all understand and appreciate that. So, Terry, what and do you hopefully, think? And hopefully, sis, you out there, I hope that you're taking care of yourself, too. So, you know, we're being transparent about what's going on, but at the same time, there's things going on in your life, too, sis. There's things that you're taking yeah. care of. There's some things that you wish that you could just get a break from or, or just walk away sometime just to get a, a, a breath of fresh air. So um, you're important. You're the most important. Right, right. And realizing that and not being scared to step out and doing what's, what was not typical of you. You know, yeah. typically I'm there for you all the time. I got to be able to have my big girl panties on to be able to say, no, I can't do it. But then I got to recognize when I need to say no. You know, uh, sometimes yeah. I only I, I self-sabotage myself thinking, well, more authentic me is being, you know, subservient to others. I want to do that. But at the same time, you know, I have needs too. Um isn't do you find that hard? I think because for me, yeah, yeah, absolutely. especially, well, I think when I was younger, personally, but uh, it, it, I struggled with saying no to men, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. mom, to mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. to everybody but me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. as I got older, I I felt uncomfortable to say no professionally, mm-hmm. so I always said yes. And, and it was a catch-22 because I wanted to say yes because I knew saying yes would lead to growth in, mm-hmm. in a way professionally. And you could show off your talents. Yeah, you and, and then, but then it's like at some point, it's like, well, fuck, who else is going to show off their talents? Because mm-hmm. why is it? Mm-hmm. But then I realized the person I should have been upset with was me because I needed to learn to say no mm-hmm. even if I was uncomfortable professionally with saying no. Say even no. if I knew somebody else that was doing the thing was failing miserably, I had to be like, okay, don't say nothing, Tanya. Don't do anything because your job is to hold back. And that is so hard mm-hmm. for people who are like us, women who are like us, who want to help and want to nurture and want to be cheerleaders. It is so hard to say no. But as we grow and become more authentic, and more in tune with ourselves, we realize that we have to. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that tough love people say, give, give tough love to your kids. Absolutely. Hell, you better give some tough love to yourself. Right, right. And start saying no, even when you really want to say yes. And yeah. I just find that hard. It is hard because you, your emotions are uh, in it. And then you got to separate that to what's logical. Yeah. And uh, what is beneficial for me in the long run. And it's not being, you know, selfish. 
my no sometimes to you, even though it hurts me, I have to say no for your benefit as well. You know what I mean? And, and distinguishing that. We're just learning, sis. We're just trying to learn how to live better. And at our age, we realize that, hey, every day, like she said, that you got breath, you got another chance to get it just better than the day before. Yeah, and, you and, know, uh, it ain't always going to feel good, but that doesn't mean that we're not making progress. We took a break from doing live recording. Doesn't mean that you all didn't read the recordings. You yeah. didn't go through the steps and you don't have it in the back of your mind when you're making decisions. We're really proud of you, especially with the support that we got. Uh, Fly Girl, I mean, I know you look at our stats a lot. We're still in all these countries and we're yeah. growing still. So that just let us know that we are not that different, sis. I mean, maybe we speak different languages. Maybe uh, culturally we look, we're yeah, culturally yeah. we're different. We eat different foods. We sound different. Your eyes are blue. My eyes are brown. Your hair is blonde. Mine's is black and curly. Makes no difference. Our podcast is touching the heart of women. Right. And we just want to, no matter where, assist where we can. And in assisting, Fly, we got to be transparent about what we're going through. Yeah. Uh, that depression was hard. I went through death before. I've lost a lot of family members. Yeah, you have. I've yeah. lost them, young ones and friends. old ones and friends. But when it came to my mother, it hit me totally different. And I'm learning how to get through it. You know, um, this recording right here is a, a big step for me to get through getting back yeah just getting back in the swing of things because it was like I didn't want to do anything since I didn't want to do anything I lost her in the way that I lost her and the last moment and seeing her face and the last reaction the last all of this is so seared in my brain I don't Mm -hmm. want to think about it but then little things remind me of this that and the other The, the conversation that we had seven days before she died or 14 days before she died, the plans that we made, the places we were going to go, she was going to come over to my, you know, so this is a lot that, you know, others have been through and going through, and now I'm going through, you know, um, but without, you know, this platform, it all boils back down to this platform. Uh, The platform is very important to doing our portion in this cycle of life, Mm -hmm while we're here on earth yeah i want to share something this just popped into my head because mm-hmm. if we start talking about i was thinking about parenting mm-hmm. and how how that may change through this process of getting to know yourself more because i know there are parents uh some of you ladies out there who are our mothers or aunties who are mothers um and and um you may find it difficult to parent your children while you're healing generational curses and trauma because you may feel resentful to your parents or your children for what you don't what you haven't yet healed if that makes sense and I'll say that because yesterday I think it was yesterday I don't get on Facebook as much anymore um, but I do get on Facebook because I feel like that's one of the ways for me to share just my thoughts Mm -hmm. I saw something and, and it was a post that this woman had made and it was a long post. She was talking about how she regretted having children. It's not for her. She wished she wouldn't have did it. Da, 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 going on, 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 on. And so she's being transparent, which is important. But 
you need to hear this sis we've got to be careful with the ways that we communicate sometimes our our authenticity our transparency when other people at some point will have access to that Mm -hmm. before you've had an opportunity to talk that through with them Mm -hmm. and so we we think social media are therapists social media is not a therapist (laughs) It, it doesn't go away um either it's a way to get your thoughts out but you know i responded and i said you know yeah kudos to her for being transparent um i wouldn't have chose this forum because my, her One kids her don't children. see it uh, that's what, that's what i'm thinking <laughs> I'm like, i said it her is, children know this uh, you know and i said so what what is going to happen you know she fe- feels good because she said she wish she never would have become a mom basically is what she's saying but your babies are still here and so what if your next door neighbor or susie's you know, daughter who Just goes to school with yours web, so, and yeah. saying, and that's why your mama don't love you. You know, yeah, so we have yeah. to be really cautious mm-hmm. of where we share our most intimate mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. And social media is not a therapist, okay? And uh, a lot of us need therapy. And yes, it can feel therapeutic. So therapy is not the same as a feeling of therapeutic. Therapeutic. So we have to make that difference. But I just thought, man, you know, um, yeah, that's good that she connected that with herself. But I would never want to put myself in a position where Devin would see something like that, that or Harper that I said about him. Because I, I don't ever want my child to question my love or loyalty right. or commitment right. and and guess what ladies because you need to hear this sis, you can be loyal and committed to yourself and your truth while being loyal and committed mm-hmm. to your children mm-hmm. so you don't want to create scenarios where somebody is going to use your truth against you mm-hmm. so just be cautious of it's kind of like telling that uh frenemy all your business mm-hmm. and they gonna tell mm-hmm. that's what social media is it's your friend of me because somebody on there is going to see your truth and hold it against you and hold it against your children and your parents and whatever like you do you want your parents to know that you don't love you, you know you you know it's like all of that and um and then the second thing was just thinking about Devin once again this terry is so funny because you know your son doesn't have kids yet um, but you have grandchildren. Not only have Devin, and Devin's like a, a really cool dude. He's very sensitive, <laughs> very loving. And so Harper been, I've been cutting up a little bit. And so I think he, Devin had, and, and Angelique had Harper, and they were at her house. He's like, he sends me a text because he tells me lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. He says, I, I think she, you know, yeah, she's she's getting this bad, like smart talking, you know, all that. And I said, you need to handle that. And I said, because it's disrespectful and she knows better. But I said that the thing is, you're at that stage now where you have to find the fine line between being a friend and being a parent. And so I talked to him about tough love. My point of that is, my son said, I understand what you're saying, mom, but I don't want her to ever feel like, I don't want her to tell me she hates me and doesn't love me or ever feel. And I was like, man, she getting you good. Because because I, I said, and you know what? If she says she hates you, first of all, I'd pop her in the mouth. But second of and I tell her, don't say that to me because right. you know that I right. do. Because right. I said, Dev, that's called manipulation. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a five-year-old, by the way, right. guys, right. she's five. And she'll, a five-year-old, she'll be, she'll five-year-old, five-year-old woman. So yeah. you know, we, we learn early. Yeah, she'll yeah. be yeah. she'll be five. Okay. So 
but it just hurt me that he was like, I just don't want her to say this because I don't want her to say, I don't like you, daddy, or I don't love you, I want to go to my mommy, and like, that's just pure manipulation, but I felt his pain and his uh, insecurity, and so I say all that to say, ladies, this is about us primarily, but you need to hear this, sis. Pour this self-love, this authenticity, this confidence, this you are worthiness to your sons because we see what happens when we don't. So while you're healing and while you're hopefully having better conversations for those of you who have children or daughters, while you're healing and you're making sure your teen girl is not repeating some of the messes, please pour this same thought process into your sons because they need it as much as we do. Because we're different beasts, we're different animals, and they feel differently, Terry. Mm-hmm. You you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. And since we, we need to really be be truthful with ourselves on this, because um, the main thing there's two two uh, roles that we're taking on this first journey uh, to authenticity. It's uh, recognizing the emotional incarceration and the self identity crisis that is created in most of us at that very early age. And so uh, Fly just talked about how Harper um, is learning those manipulative skills. Well, guess what? Since that was all of us. That was all of us at five years old. And, you know, um, I know in my household, my parents were in their own thing. They were dealing with their own thing that I don't think they recognized some of the things that I, I was using as a foundation to, to grow on. You know, I... I I can manipulate. <laughs> I can manipulate. So um, until recently, I didn't take a course on how to live your most authentic life or breaking down those barriers that were there when I was a young child. But I got these grandchildren, these little girls, house full of little girls, and I can see how they, at those age, the two-and-a-half-year-old, the three-year-old, the five-year-old, can be very manipulative. Why? Because they're trying to get something that they were told no for and they're trying to figure out a reason to get it. Or how do they get it? How do you get what you want? And so now they're dealing with the reactions from mom. They're dealing with the reactions from daddy or grandma or nana and seeing how they can work that for their benefit. You know, that was all of us. That was all of us. So sis, like Fly Girl said, we have got to be careful of what we say. If I was the mother, I mean, if I was the daughter, 12 years old, with my friends on Facebook, and one of them showed me a post from my mother saying that she wished that she didn't have children, I would read it as, my mother didn't want me. That's how I would interpret it. And so, like Fly said, we've got to be very careful because these emotional incarceration and self-identity crisis are created by parents. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they're created by us. And so we're wondering why these little minions are running around because we're creating the minions and they grow up to be big minions. And so, and then they have to go to, you need to hear this, sis, with no regular girl organization in order to come back <laughs> and get a grip on our emotion. It all boils down to those temporary feelings that we allow to be permanent factors on how we act. And it shouldn't, it, it should not. So ladies, we didn't change anything. We didn't get off kilter. We're still being authentic with you about what's going on and how our lives are developing. 
but nothing has changed. We ask you to go back to the beginning uh, episode. Take your time. Uh, there's enough material already on our podcast yeah. that Last can year, keep really. <laughs> you busy. Yeah. But we got a lot of stuff really on the books coming up this summer that we're really hoping that you can get into. We want to see your faces in the place. We know COVID kind of got us stuck, but uh, plot girl, tell them yeah. what's on the plate for this summer. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so we're, we're finalizing um, our drafts for four workbooks. Mm-hmm. All right, and these will be books that you can purchase um, at several different locations. So we'll give you more information about that. And the workbooks are going to be aligned with, I won't tell you the, la- the, the last one, but I can tell you the title of the first three because we're still working on the mm-hmm. title for the last one. But the first workbook is going to be really around self-identity crisis. And so it's going to be a period of time that you'll work on that and there's mm-hmm. some activities in it. There's going to yeah. be some manifestations in it. And um, hopefully you will still pair that with the podcast that we'll be doing weekly, as well as the Selfish Saturdays and um, the Make It Happen Mondays. Mm -hmm. But then the second workbook is um, Emotional Incarceration, which is what we talk about a lot and Terry just shared. Mm -hmm. And the third one, Terry also said, Big Girl Panties. Mm -hmm. Because as we grow, we can't just say, oh, yeah, I recognize it in myself. Right, right, right. Where's the level of accountability? Yeah, so so Mm -hmm. the Big big Girl Panties is all about Mm -hmm. accountability and that, that last one working working on that title but it's really going to be about now let's celebrate you yeah like yeah, you're, you're yeah, there you feel yeah. good you don't have to apologize for being mm-hmm. your best self mm-hmm. and so the that fourth workbook is going to be all about kind of celebrating you but um finally two years in the making we're going to have our first women's symposium obviously yes. uh, the symposium is going to be in person mm-hmm. primarily but terry and i can talk about if those of you who want to live in other countries or who want to join us, we can give you some information through this podcast or join on our website. website. Yeah. Um, and then we can have a stream for yeah. you where you can yeah, join that absolutely. way. And we'll make sure you have some electronic workbooks because we're going to be going through mm-hmm. some of this stuff mm-hmm. at our symposium. Mm-hmm. But it's our first annual symposium. And we just have so many more things that we're planning for at the end of 2022. And then... Next year, we're going to incorporate the younger group, right? Mm-hmm. Because right. Our, our age right. focus uh, is actually the youngest person I think that started listening was 17. Mm-hmm. So it's 17 until the last day that you're here because we're going to be working to the last day Absolutely. you're here, right? Absolutely. And so um, I love the fact that teens are listening to it because maybe they can ward off some of that those curses and stuff. Right, that, that stuff that we so easily yeah, got into. Exactly. Hopefully that and that's why we're being transparent because of these cuz all of this we got incarcerated. We got confused on our identity when we were younger. Yeah. We just now realizing that and it's taking us to go back there. So if you're yeah. there now, you're 17, 16, now's a good time to reevaluate how you think. Don't do what we all normally do. Don't go with the same thing everybody in the family does because you're going to get the same result, the one that you don't want. Right. We all see our families and what we don't want out of it will be the change that you're looking for. Right. You know, so, but it's stealthy. That's why we have this platform, ladies, because this isn't just a, some of the most astute individuals and women are duped by self-identity crisis mm-hmm. and emotional incarceration and not knowing that you're incarcerated. 
the reprobate mind of it is the danger of this. And so living this authentic life isn't that you get to say no when you feel no. No, you're living a life that you feel good about every day. Doesn't mean everybody around you gonna be happy with your decision because that we no. like you just said, we're learning to say no. But getting back to those young ladies, so they don't have to go through so many years trying wondering to right, trying to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. When they can already know now, hey, when I was two, I remember I, I could be able to do this with my daddy and get away and get away with my mama. All because you could do it doesn't mean it was good. Sometimes you grow up with that trait. Now you're manipulating older people. You yeah. think it's normal because you've been doing it since Well, wait two. a minute. Gold diggers didn't come from just out the blue, okay? Because they started <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. So, there might be little girls who got everything that they wanted absolutely. because they knew how to manipulate. Absolutely. You know, if it was a heterosexual couple, manipulate that sugar right, daddy right. if it was men. But, right, you know, right. so, so it, it's a learned behavior. A you just don't wake behavior. up one day and say, I think I want to be a gold digger. Right. Or right. I think I want to be a cheater. Right. Um, right. Or cheating's not this, it's this. You know, all that <laughs> manipulation that we do. And we as we continue so to grow, we're going to, you know, we. The, let's just say this: the umbrella is self-identity crisis, mm-hmm. emotional incarceration, mm-hmm. etc. There are fifty thousand things so underneath much, it. So much. So much. I do want to talk about why women cheat, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. why we cheat differently, mm-hmm. and and, and why what we, we consider cheating. Yeah. Why we hurt differently. Why we heal differently. Yeah. yeah. Why Why we need to be more respectful of our spouses and our mm-hmm. mates. And thinking that, you know, I can treat him any way I want to, but he better not say nothing nasty to me because, see, but ladies, we got to, you need to hear this, sis. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, Men have yes. feelings, too. Yep, yep. It doesn't mean that they will ever have the right to put their hands on you, but guess what? We got to stop thinking we can put our hands on them. Absolutely. So it's all of that Absolutely. is part of the emotional incarceration and the self-identity crisis, and, and it's about how we effectively that emotional intelligence we talked about that mm-hmm. how we manage that and guess what we don't manage our emotions effectively by touch putting our hands on somebody else Absolutely. so just because we're women doesn't mean we can get away with things right, that we would right. never allow a man and, to and a lot of women believe that way they believe yeah, that's like, but you're not supposed to entitlement and yeah. you know i'm not a woman basher but i'm a nonsense basher and women have a lot of nonsense that we were just inbreded with yeah you know and it a man's worked. supposed to do this that and the other mm-hmm. um you know but but also i would say that they have their falsities about of course us. of that's course a whole but we're trying subject. to get sisters together sis <laughs> we're trying nother... to get we're trying to yeah. be able to again be a yeah. sis <laughs> that is effectual in such a and, positive and way yeah yes, i mean there's no beating yeah, yeah there's no beating yeah. around the bush there's, it's unnecessary I, you know you have to get to a place where I told someone this the other day, but this is a work relationship. Well, I'm just direct. Oh, uh, ma'am, you can be direct and stuff in your personal stuff, but you don't need to be direct and mean and that's to somebody on the phone that you're supposed to be helping. Right. So we right. have to learn a time and a place for everything, kind of like putting all your business on the Facebook, mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. I wish I never had kids. Mm-hmm. We have to understand that there are repercussions to our words Absolutely. and our actions. And yes, you have a right to feel that way, but you do not have the right to intentionally harm someone else with your words or your emotions or lack of emotions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so 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 many things we have planned for the remainder of this year and we're going to um make some final plans for this symposium and then try to figure out 
um, how, how to stream it. We do have a Zoom account, so probably just go ahead and do it through Zoom. And look, if you can join, join. If you do not want to show your face, it doesn't matter, right? Because we don't need to, to see your face. We would love to hear your voice. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But in order for you to learn or grow or connect with us, this is about connectivity. Yes. And the, the yes. more we connect as women, as sisters on this journey, the faster and more um, efficient we're going to heal. Right. You know, you you and don't heal by just putting a band-aid right, on something. Right. You got to put in a step. There's there are steps to this thing, right. and so we have to understand that we don't do right. it by ourselves. We have to uplift one another. There's far too many women who badmouth one another that has nothing to do with the women they're badmouthing. It has to do with the self-identity mm-hmm. crisis mm-hmm. and emotional incarceration Absolutely. that Absolutely. that they haven't resolved, and so. We're going to talk a lot about that with this symposium, but yeah. just hang in there with us. Thank you so much for Thank for you. those um, just those of you who still are listening to the podcast. Yes, and I do you. look at the analytics and and the podcasts that people listen to most here are really those foundational those ones. ones. Yeah. Um, um, with the first ones, which is great because you have to start there. Mm-hmm. And so we always ask for your feedback. We don't get any. Um, you know, like we would like, uh, but I would love to hear people's stories and yes. maybe one thing that you learned mm-hmm. in this year thus far or last year when we started this. Or uh, any advice, ladies, yeah, you know, absolutely. I, we're, we're speaking on a, a, a international platform. There's a lot of you professionals out there that can probably, uh, aid in some of the discussion topics, you yeah. know, if you don't want to be on live a show, you can always Hit us up in our uh, email. Email us at yeah. noregulargirl.org or at... Yeah, um, or there's... Uh, you need to hear this, this to at gmail.com. At gmail.com. So we have, yeah. we have the um, website, the website, email address, yes. and then we also have the just Gmail address if you want to just shoot something there. Topic Don't forget, suggestions. Yeah, you got suggestions or anything. You Don't know? forget at the end of each podcast, there's an opportunity for you to provide feedback as well. But we just want to um, stay connected and continue on this journey with yeah. you but this, this today was just about kind of catching up yeah. and letting you know everything we have planned uh, I'm very excited and it's like we started off this particular episode um, work with us bear with us because yeah. we're going through the exact same journey as you and I think it would be ingenuous if we were to act like we we're just you know nothing's wrong and we're all no, no, great no. Yeah. yeah because yeah. that you know that's not the case and yeah. when I say things like life happens sometimes life good shit in life happens yeah, like, I, absolutely. I, like yeah. I did get I did yeah, get a new did job, get the job. <laughs> you did get the job so baby. I did get a job so yeah. sometimes life happens for the for the good and uh, becoming more authentic does happen for the good it just doesn't yeah. always feel like that right, when you're right. going through the journey yeah but yeah. it is for the good yeah, yeah. Uh, and then finally I'll, I'll say this and then we can close I was listening to I mean I can't remember which it was a celebrity sports player it might have oh no no it was Jay-Z Jay-Z said things don't happen to us they happen for us and so I uh saw that on social media and someone was like oh that's the dumbest thing I ever heard and I said tell me what and it was a man I said tell me why you think that it's dumb because things happen to us I said well sure they do but sometimes we don't realize till later that they happen for us mm-hmm. I said have you ever 
really wanted to be in a relationship with some uh, one particular person and for whatever reason they weren't feeling you they just weren't feeling you and then you find out five year, years later thank god they weren't feeling you because they crazy or they done killed the husband or they done did this he's like you know what now that you say it like that i said there are always things that happen to us but then we have to be emotionally intelligent enough to realize that sometimes right. they happen that's for right. us that's i said right. and that's what he was talking about right. he wasn't saying everything happens to us is great what he's saying is sometimes and that's god uh, he will allow us to dodge those bullets. We don't know that that's what he's doing for us um, because we think it's to us. Why me syndrome, Absolutely. right? But this is about being able to be reflective and understanding. Ooh, thank goodness. Ain't God good. You know what I mean? Something like that. And so after I explained it to that, he said, which I was surprised because I was thinking of him being mad at He says, you know what? Now that you said that, I think I, I, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah, so don't get on no long-term pity parties, okay? Sometimes things happen um, for us and not to us. Or it may happen to us, but then we find out later it was really for the good. Mm -hmm. For the good. And you know, uh, Sly, in closing with you, is it's awesome to be able, now that we're on this journey, and interact with others on our jobs, you know, just out and about, and we could tell who is probably still incarcerated, who still doesn't have their true identity, but they're speaking it as if they do, you know? So again, again, that is just even more reason, even more reason for the mission. Yeah, it is. So ladies, so glad to have you here. So glad you could drop in to listen to our podcast. Thank you to Anchor.fm for allowing us to uh, record this platform and giving us a a voice on Spotify. Uh, If ever you want to uh, start your own podcast, go to Anchor.fm. They're there to help you and support you and everything you need to post your podcast. And again, we're on Spotify's just one of the platforms but a lot of voice there so thank you and fly yeah yeah so you need to hear this sis we love you we appreciate you um we can't wait to be able to share Mm -hmm. the information from the symposium with you and just hang in there with us yes please with that being said i'm fly girl tw and i'm terry davis uh peace and love peace